Welcome to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode 60. You get me once again. I apologize in advance. I don't know if this is common amongst you all, but I absolutely hate the sound of my own voice. So when I have to edit these and it's just me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I don't know. Anyways, today we'll be doing our league recap for week 11, a quick look at our playoff picture, and a very dangerous week 12 preview after the break. Let's get it started with the recap. In our first matchup, we have two girlies, one cup, taking on Otter Job. Albert is on a quest this season. He was within arm's reach of a title last year, ultimately losing to Wayne in the championship. But this year, he has a better roster and has been handing out L's like he's the 2020 Los Angeles Dodgers. He took this matchup 118-78, to an ass-whooping. He got double digits from all but two of his players, while Brandon got a zero from Hayden Hurst, seven from the bench Tua, and no real ceiling performances to cover for those duds. Albert moves to 9-2, and two, dropping Brandon to 5-6 and six outside of the playoff bubble. Next up is Dalton, that pass-up, versus Peeping Tomlinson. Speaking of bubbles, this matchup featured two guys on the bubble currently, occupying the 5 and 6 seeds. Julian had the better day in this one, winning 115-96. to 96. Josh only got 20 from Russell Wilson, and no ceiling performances across his roster. Julian, on the other hand, had DJ Moore put up 20, Devontae Adams 22, and a few other solid outings to help get his team to 6-5. and five. Josh drops to 6-5 and five as well with the loss. In our third matchup, we had the Inglorious Baz Turds versus the Vinegar Strokes. Nate and Jason here, two guys who would probably really get along, knowing Nate's work ethic, both of their openness, and their pickup basketball games. Jason has the post moves, he has a mid-range shot, and he can play defense. Nate, he's very versatile, and he can do it all. What he can't do, though, is field running backs in this league this year. He fumbled out DJ Dallas and Adrian Peterson this week against Jason, and to the surprise of no one, got a combined six points. He also took a big hit with Alex Smith, who only scored eight points. Burrow went down in that one, and the red football team took their foot off the gas. Jason, on the other side, got 33 from Deshaun Watson, 13 from Mike Evans, 14 from AJ, no one on the Ravens is going to tackle me Brown, and 16 from Carlos Hyde. Jason won 110 to 70, improving to 6 and 5. Nate drops to 3 and 8 with the loss. In the smoothest, stinkiest matchup this week, we had up against the Tinker Stinkers. This was projected to be a close matchup and did not disappoint. Wayne won 111 to 104 despite getting zero from Traquan Smith and three from Malcolm. I'm in an RBBC and it's not my fault, Brown. Smoothie got 23 from Mahomes but needed one of those 35 to 40 point weeks to get the carry on this one. With the loss, Eric drops to two and nine and Wayne maintains his grip on the number three seed moving to seven and four. In matchup number five, just here no fine, showed up to a mandatory matchup with Boner Jams 03. Allen fell asleep at the wheel though and I'm sure Matt didn't mind. I didn't see anyone on buy for his roster going in but after the fact I noticed that he decided to rest Tyreek Hill, Melvin Gordon and the Broncos defense this week. If he had put at least two of those players in he would have won. Instead Matt won this thing 117 to 94. Matt got 26 from Bobby Trees, 20 from Ezekiel, thank god Zach Martin was back Elliott and 24 from Travis Kelsey. Matt keeps his head above water, still in the playoff race, improving to five and six, while Allen keeps the two seed at eight and three. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! 
And in our main event this week, yours truly, the Banana Stand, did battle with Tanking for Trevor. This was one of those weeks Trey has every right to rage over. He was the second highest scoring team this week. He just happened to be playing the Banana Stand. Our bananas, they're frozen. Our chocolate, it's melted down for optimal dipping. And our scoring week 11, it was the highest. I won this one, 139 to 126. Trey needed this one bad. He made every correct start decision, getting 20 from Kyler, 16 from Tim Patrick, 17 from Dobbins, 18 from Andrews, 16 from Michael Thomas, 11 from Ridley, but just wasn't enough. I had Justin Herbert put up 29, Lockett 17, Gibson 17, Deontay Johnson 19, and Hilaire 20. I leapfrog a few managers moving into the four spot at six and five, while Trey drops to three and eight with a loss. Our standings and playoff picture, our number one seed is Albert at nine and two, and second is Allen at eight and three, followed by Wayne, our defending champ, at seven and four. In fourth is yours truly at six and five. Julian, Josh, and Jason are all at six and five, sitting in fifth, sixth, and seventh, respectively. In eighth and ninth, we have Brandon and Matt, both guys at five and six. In 10th through 12th, we have our first three teams eliminated from playoff contention, Trey, Nate, and Smoothie. It's been a long day without you, my friend, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began, oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again, when I see you again. Rest in peace, gentlemen. You were all much better men than you were fantasy managers this year, and we're going to miss the hell out of you. We really are. Before we do the Week 12 preview, let's take a quick break. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. In the Car Nose Picker. Mr. In the Car Nose Picker. For you, the daily commute isn't simply a drive to the office. It's a hands-on exploration deep into your schnoz. I'm going in now. With pinpoint accuracy and sheer determination, you dig for boogers like miners dig for gold. Hit the jackpot! And why do you do it? Because the windows are up and you think we can't see you. We can. How you doing? So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh nabber of the nose nugget. We'd like to shake your hand, but you'll have to wash it first. Mr. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back. We've got two weeks to go before the playoffs begin. The competition is really heating up for those last few playoff spots. There's a lot of pressure on managers to make the correct start-sit decisions. Really has become a battle for life and death, if we're talking about each manager's championship aspirations this season. Another battle between life and death that we've neglected to explore is getting tossed into a cage with a rancor. For those unfamiliar with the Star Wars universe, these are carnivorous reptomammals native to the planet Dathomir. They're massive. They'll rip your limbs off as they devour you, and they are almost exclusively kept in a cage, which is exactly where we're throwing each manager this week in our Week 12 preview. So what I'm doing here is tossing both managers into our neighborhood Rancor cage and determining who's pulling a Luke Skywalker and getting out alive. This decision will be based on what I know each manager is capable of in real life. 
I've run this simulation dozens of times and I'm predicting these Rancor battles with about a 97% accuracy. So I definitely know what I'm talking about. In our first matchup, we've got the Banana Stand and Otter Job. So we're standing at the foot of Jabba the Hut. We're wearing our hoodies. Jabba smashes the trapdoor button and we fall in with a sleeping, hungry, pissed off Rancor. As we get to our feet, we see this thing. We're scared. We're without our lightsabers. We're panicking. But what gives me the edge in this one is my ability to outrun Albert. That saying about surviving by not being the slowest applies not only to bear attacks, but also to Rancor attacks. And that's exactly what I'm doing here with Albert. While I'm staying one step ahead of Albert, I'm scanning the area for that Rancor's door button. As Albert gets scooped up, torn into several smaller pieces and digested, I chuck a softball-sized stone at the button, connecting and smashing the Rancor moments after Albert gets swallowed. Sorry I couldn't save you, Albert. He's likely going to beat me this week, so this was my consolation prize. Next is two girlies, one cup, and Brandon and Smoothie. Both of these Padawan learners are equally as slow as one another, so no foot race here to determine the outcome. Instead, they'll drop into the pit, give each other the head nod of approval, vowing to work as a team, and get to work on a way to slay this beast. The Rancor approaches, even more pissed off than the last one, because I killed his brother. He swipes at Brandon. Brandon ducks left. Smoothie anticipates the next swipe and runs towards it with the broken off spear he spotted sliding under its belly. The Rancor misses again, but feels Smoothie beneath it. The Rancor jumps, drops to its ass, smashing Smoothie. Eric feels his ribcage and organs being crushed. He can't breathe, but with his last efforts, he grabs the Rancor's genitals and he stabs him with a spear, puncturing a massive artery. The Rancor dies. Smoothie dies. Brandon is declared the winner. Well done, Brandon. You did literally nothing. In our third matchup, we've got Tanking for Trevor and Tinker Stinkers. Trey and Wayne here next. Their trapdoors triggered, and instantly they're thrown into the pit, stained with Eric and Albert's blood. The third Rancor approaches, this one larger than the first two. Trey witnessed Smoothie going down, and in an attempt to one-up him, grabs that broken spear from Smoothie's bloody, broken body and charges the beast. The Rancor grabs Trey's tiny human body and devours him whole. The Rancor moves forward grabs Wayne, frozen in fear, and rips him in half, throwing the body wildly. The Rancor struggles to maintain its balance. A spear bursts from its gut. The Rancor collapses. Trey emerges, covered in Rancor blood and guts, victorious. He did it. He went up smoothie. Son of a bitch. Nice work, Trey. Dalton, that pass up, and the vinegar strokes here in the next matchup. This is Josh and Nate. The trapdoor falls. Nate and Josh get up to their feet. Josh assumes this Rancor battle will go down like the previous three matchups. That was his first mistake. His second mistake was giving up his lightsaber to the green-skinned, pig-like Gamorreans. Nate kept his, and when Josh heard Nate's purple lightsaber activate, he knew it was too late. Before he could plead for his life, Josh's head hit the ground. Nate turned to the fourth Rancor, let out his war cry, and he charged it. With one epic Jedi leap and slash, the Rancor's head was cut clean off. Nate switched off his lightsaber, clipped it to his belt, and let out his patented one-liner. Prize, motherfucker! Next up, we've got the Inglorious Baz Turds, and just here, no fine. Our next set of Jedi are no strangers to large, girthy, lethal predators. I don't know where I was going with that, but opted to leave it in. Jason and Alan drop into the pit. The fifth Rancor is unleashed on them. And before Jason and Alan can formulate a plan to battle this thing, it's chucking boulders at them from a distance. They dodge, they duck, they dip, they dive, and they dodge again. They remember every part of their training with Patches O'Hulahan. Unfortunately, what Patches didn't teach them was how to defeat a Rancor. The Rancor charges and grabs both Alan and Jason at the same time. 
And with one quick motion, the Rancor smashes the skulls of Jason and Alan together and feasts on them as they lay motionless, lifeless in its hands. I'm going to be honest, with Alan ahead of me in the standings and Jason one game behind me, I needed the rare double loss here. Let's hope it plays out this week so I can make up some ground. In our final matchup, we've got Peeping Tomlinson and Boner Jams 03. As Julian and Matt descend into the Rancor's pit, they get sidetracked discussing Taylor Swift, celebrity feet, emo bands from the early 2000s, among other things. The Rancor is finishing up the remnants of Alan and Jason before it realizes two more entrees just dropped in. The Rancor belches and turns its attention to Julian and Matt. They continue discussing Taylor Swift's concert, Folklore, debuting on Disney Plus this week. They laugh. They make uncomfortable eye contact. They continue joking and just being jolly. The Rancor walks away, disappearing in its shelter, clearly without an appetite. Julian and Matt get the even more rare double win. It's just tough to take out a dude working as hard as Matt right now, and I don't need the karma that would come with killing Julian. He's a good dude. Just a couple of good dudes, and I think that a Rancor would agree with me here. All right. And now your weekly reminder to go check out Nate's podcast over at Taco Court Fantasy Football. That one is available just about everywhere. Need some sports betting advice? He's got you. Need some beer and music recommendation? He's got you. Do you want to hear a real story about a man who's battled through depression and continues that fight today? Well, he tells his story on his most recent episode. I encourage you to give at least that episode a listen. We're all human and we're all trying to maneuver our way through this thing called life. Some of our paths are different, and I believe it helps when you can hear from someone about their path and taking it one step further when you can talk to someone about what their battles have been. We don't have to go it alone. We're not alone. You're not alone. It may have sounded like we're ending on a low note there, but I don't think we are. When I hear about people getting help, I'm kind of encouraged. It's positive news because I know that that person is stronger, having dealt with their demons, and is now armed with the tools to help his fellow man or woman deal with their issues. They've leveled up in a way. All right, guys, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving with friends or family, and I look forward to getting on here for the Week 12 recap. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat the turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. <laughs> a turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey, turkey, D, turkey, turkey, dap. I eat the turkey and I take a nap. <laughs> Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with the gravy and the cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded that was strawberry. Turkey for you and a turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave the girl BD. Uh, A gobble gobble docky. I used to go to camp at Lake Winnipesaukee. Come on, Kevin. Oh, that's okay. Oh, it'll be fun. Okay. A turkey, a turkey for me and a turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in a big brown shoe. Turkey lee and turkey lee ducky. Love to eat the turkey with a lot of stuff.
potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Old turkey with the girls and a turkey with the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, gee, and a gobble, gobble, kickle. I wish turkey could only 